my cup with some job love. Sit on down, let's talk it up. I know some laughing lattes, laughing lattes. Welcome to another episode of Life and Lattes with Liv and Cole. I'm Liv. And I'm Cole. We have a guest on today, like we have the past couple of weeks, <laughs> but a new guest, Jeremy Miller. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Happy Welcome. to be here. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't have the soundboard yet, so... We're going to work on that, though. Just we'll, gonna... we'll make our own sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Just, just mouth effects today. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Sorry for the listeners. <laughs> I know. Sorry in advance. Oh gosh! What are we drinking today, Liv? Well, you're drinking it right I now. I am. I just took a sip. I, um, we did that last you did, week. I'm you did sorry. that to me every time. I think you intentionally. <laughs> he plans it. Yeah. He, yeah, he plans it. Like he waits for me to take a drink, and it's like, "What are we drinking?" And I'm like, "Hey." Um. Okay. <laughs> that was a weird noise. That was weird. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um. It's called Pete's. Pete's. I. I never. Pete. <laughs> what did you say? I said that's not how you spell Pete, but. Okay. Uh. Never heard of it. <laughs> I'm just gonna being hateful today. I know. Never heard of it, it is but good. I, I thought the packaging was cute, not oh my gosh. Lie. but then I, I looked it up online on Instagram. They have a really great following and their Instagram looked really good. And so cool. I was like, I dig it. Let's try it. Are they, it's a, where are they out of? Ooh. Oh. Might say on the packaging. Rats. I don't know. Okay. I'll look it up. California. <laughs> California. Cali. Yep. Cali. Um, so it's a medium rose. It's called Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Vib- vibrant blast of tropical fruit in a smooth medium style. That's mm. a, it's really good. That's smooth, really medium good style. description. I relate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? They, uh, I just pulled up the website and it says the original craft coffee. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> original. The OG. The OG. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I don't yeah, know if no, I'm getting too much of the... Maybe on the aftertaste of what the, the fruit, the tropical, the tropicalness. Yeah, I see. This is the the type of coffee where I could literally drink the the whole pot of coffee or the whole like French press. Like it's a really really smooth easy yeah drink. You know, I'm not getting a tropical taste, but I'm getting a smooth, just bold, and, and that's just kind of how I like my coffee. Yeah. Do you drink a lot of coffee? When I need to. When you need <laughs> to. <laughs> just just on specific days, we need that little kick, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a go to? Yeah. Black coffee. Just just some good, bold, strong black coffee anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Hot or iced? I, iced. Iced. There you go. Usually. There you go. Love it. So straight black, huh? Yep. Man, I think that's the first one we've had. Really? Yeah. Huh. Is that I like think, uncommon to drink just straight up black coffee? I feel like I think it's unless be now. you're like 40. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You have an old soul. No, so. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's fair. <laughs> No, uh, like it. I think it's the whole Starbucks thing. I think ruined it for everybody. Mm. You know, yeah. It's like all if, the if, customizations. Mm-hmm. Everything. If it's yeah. not full of point. sugar and cream, yeah, and that's actually a good. Point. I I just I actually just watched a documentary <laughs> on uh, Starbucks the other day. Okay, it was it was good. It wasn't how I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to talk about like their start and the right. process and everything, which they kind of did, but okay. it was also a little kind of pointing out the negatives okay. of Starbucks. And I was like, okay, I like this. I lo- I do like Starbucks. Don't get me wrong. But I love supporting smaller, like, yeah. local yep. coffee shops. Yep, same. Um, but they were just talking about how they initially started out as just coffee, and they weren't even selling, like, cups of coffee. They were selling coffee huh. beans. And then later oh. saw the market for 
people coming in to get cups of coffee. And then they're like, okay, but not everyone likes coffee, so how can we expand that? And so there's frappuccinos, there's tea, there's all of these sugary drinks for people who would just go over to McDonald's and get right. a soda. Right. They can come here, get something sweet huh. and still caffeinated. And pay four times and the exactly. more money. <laughs> yeah. And and they even mention like you pay for the logo. Right. Oh, for you sure. You know, like branding. it's branding. Just like so, Apple. Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. that with computer their stand is, that was like two thousand dollars or something. Their yeah. Branding is beautiful. So yeah. love their I know. branding. It's, yeah. they they really do on everything they like. They kill it it's really every good. time. Gosh, I love it. And that's dang why it. we keep going back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dang it. And it's super convenient. It's a nice cup. Yeah, well, I that too. There is everywhere. one everywhere. And, and the whole app thing. So, I, you know, I, I order like when I yeah. park my car. So it's like pretty much ready by the time I get in yep. there. That's, yeah, that's so super nice. Yeah. We just started utilizing that like yeah. on the way to church. Like it's yeah. like, yeah. okay, we're 15 minutes out. Order. She runs in real fast, grabs it, done. And you're like, man, that's easy. Yeah. Because usually the line's like. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. We've, we've, I've talked about this. The yeah. Franklin location, the drive through is rough. It's real slow. I mean, because the Main Street, what is it, right? Main Street and Emerson and Greenwood. Oh, okay. Okay. They, oh, yeah. They're pumping oh, yeah. people through there. And yeah. it's they good bust too. It out. It's consistent. Yep. Sorry, you got me started. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Pet so, peace. actually, scratch the outline. We're just going to talk about Starbucks. Yes, right, the whole thing. Yep. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> Okay, I got some would you rathers. So before you get there, here we go. Okay. Oh my bad. Yeah, sorry. Um, Lives running the show. Always. <laughs> I know. Always. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I just um, I wanted to talk about how I know Jeremy. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. Just real quick. We went to school together. Three years younger than me. His brother was in my class. He's been doing crazy, amazing things. We're like, we gotta have this guy on the show. Heck yeah. So we'll dive into that. But I just wanted to give like a little bit of an Appreciate intro. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, would you rather go? <laughs> Here we fire. go. Here we okay. go. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> you got to marry one? No, that's not right. Uh, okay. Would you rather get a paper cut between your fingers every time you touch paper? Ooh. Or bite your tongue every time you eat something? Ooh. You know what? I'm going to definitely choose the paper one because I was just thinking to myself the other day. I rarely ever use paper nowadays. And it's kind of weird. Like, I'm always using G Suite, Google Docs, stuff on my phone. Yep. But I'm always eating. So, yeah, I'll probably choose the paper. <laughs> You're like, the rare time that I will touch oh. a piece of paper. Right. Like. <laughs> That's a good point. And also, it, like, the first time you bite, like, your tongue or your cheek or whatever, it's like it swells and you can't avoid it. Yeah, ever. you do it again. You do it again. Oh, it's so and bad. And the same meal. And then you just get oh. so pissed at yourself. But for you can't doing stop it. eating. No. And people can tell too. Like when it happens, exactly. they're like, what? They're like, you bit your you bit tongue, did you? And, like, and then it hurts to talk. And like, usually yeah. when I'm with eating food, I want to conversate with people. Yeah. And then I'm upset. It's like, nah. So I'll probably choose the paper. And that's a good question, though. It is. Paper cuts hurt, though. They hurt so, so bad. I yeah. got I got a cardboard, but I'm with you on that. And it hurt. <laughs> I was choosing my. Those words. are no bueno. I know. Right? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to have to mark this episode explicit as well. <laughs> oh my gosh! Stop. <laughs> did you have to mark some episodes explicit? No, just one. I one. did. <laughs> the recent one. It felt so weird. I was like going through adding everything in, and I was like, click the box. Oh my god! It's like I never thought I'd have to click this box. Stop! You're Liv, making it seem like Liv had to say the we S were word. sailor. <laughs> we were not. No. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but I felt like we were. We I had to do you know the listeners justice. Sure, sure. Be like, 
There's one word, okay? I should have put the time stamp in there, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's hilarious. At 37 Point minutes out. and 26 seconds, skip that. <laughs> I'm so annoyed by you right now. You're going to want to skip this one, too. Um, so uh, for the, the listeners know that we love our toilet humor. So <laughs> this, Here we go. This one was in the list. Okay. Would you rather... Don't act like you didn't choose it. Oh, I did. <laughs> Would you rather have... Taste buds on, oh, <laughs> on, on, on your butt, oh, oh. <laughs> or poop through your mouth. Oh no! S O S. Cole, you're canceled. <laughs> That's my reaction, but I gotta give you an answer. Shoot, um, <laughs> shoot, right. <laughs> what What would oh. your answer be? Can I like turn what would around my and answer ask be? you? Yeah, can I turn around and ask you? I think it's I a feel lo- this needs it's to a, be it's a lose discussed. it's a lose lose. It really is. Because either way, you're gonna taste it. And either way you're gonna <laughs> taste the same thing. So I'm just it just depends on I would I'm gonna be honest with you, I'd probably take the first bit of that because I don't want it coming out of my mouth. Yeah, I, I might have to agree with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's the case. Yeah. And so then you never make contact. That's what I mean. You're still not making contact. Right. Right. You might know what it tastes like. And at least with the first option, other people won't always know because, you know, like the second option, people <laughs> might see that, right? Excuse, excuse me. I got to go do my move. thing. Yeah, because like, you know, you have that time where you eat the wrong thing and like maybe, you know, like oh. like all of a sudden you're, it's like oh you're gosh. throwing up, but it's not the same Poo stuff. Teeth again. Oh. What is Poo teeth again. Poo teeth. That was episode two. I know. <laughs> Gross. Okay, so <laughs> did you pick one? <laughs> Uh, we picked the, pick the first one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We picked yeah. The, okay. the taste buds. So sticking with the theme, oh. uh, would you rather pee yourself in public once a week or poop your pants in private every day? Oh. Okay, so pee in public once a week. Probably that one. Because okay. I mean, or, or poop in pants. private. You're private every day. Every day. Every day. Yikes. Well, because like the public, you know, I could just find like a, a shade or a corner or something, you know. Uh, you know, uh, oh, right. still you technically know. public. Still, sure, yeah. Right? So so I can think that one through, yeah. I'll, I'll, right. I'll, I'll choose the first one. Oh. What would you guys choose? I don't know. I just feel like, like what if I'm in a work meeting or like I'm some at some work event and I'm just, there it is. Right, just here it is. Pee, pee in my pants. It's so happening. that's what's happening. Do I wait? Okay, hold on, hold on. Do I know when it's yeah, happening? Yeah, I was just about to ask that. Are you anticipating Can it? Can we let's discuss it? That's a good question. Because if I know the time of day it's going to happen, I'm going to wear like black pants. Right, or or, or you're going to like make sure. Okay, there's a back corner right Can there. Can we wear like, a diaper? I was just saying, like, get some depends. <laughs> I'm sure there's some loopholes. There's, there's some there's, loopholes. Yeah, so oh, that's a really tough one. Yeah. I can't. I feel conflicted, but I feel like I'm gonna go with the pee situation. Yeah. Because I just don't want to continuously. I feel like that's easier to get away with. Of accidental poopage. Right. So. Yeah, because let's just be say. To clean let's just yeah. say technically you don't know when it's gonna happen. Like, I mean, okay. it's not like you can time it every day, anyways, right? And usually, true, so true. you wouldn't be able to either. So it's just like I time it. Oh, but. <laughs> Okay. She's well, like, I time it by the day I have on my calendar. Right? She's like, I keep, alarm set. Oh, I, keep, I keep a journal. With pictures. Oh, God. God, you took it too far. Okay, we're going to get away from that now, okay? This is a, this this one's good. So. Okay, okay. Would you rather find out the universe was created a couple days ago and all your memories and knowledge are fake or find out you're in a coma right now and this text is a message from your doctor using advanced technology to wake you up. 
It's an interesting question. That's a okay. good question. That is a good question. Kind of deep. So can you say it again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Read that again. There's a lot of words. So <laughs> the first one. <laughs> yeah. It's early. She's so. like, there's lots of words. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm poking at you. Today. Um, it's okay. Find out the universe was created a couple days ago and all the memories and knowledge that you have are fake. So it's not, the world has not been as long as you think it has yeah. been. Like, like you, it's just right. memories. Like for my, I feel like I've been on this earth for 26 years. And but it's only been a couple days. It's only been a couple days. And everything I can think of in the past is not, not real. real. Okay. In my knowledge okay. as well. So, um, And then the other one is that instead you find out you're in a coma right now. And this text is a message from your doctor using advanced technology to wake you up. Your doctor's so like, texting you so like in right a now, coma, like, wake up. Like, essentially, like, yeah, like, right, right now, you, you're in a coma, like, and someone's trying to tell you to wake up, but... Wow. I'd probably choose the first option, because even though my memories would still be fake, I would still have the memories, and then the second option, coma, that can mean brain damage, so right? screw that. So, yeah, I'd probably choose the first <laughs> well, one. Well, and then, like, <laughs> wake life, up has, and life like, has gone on without you, right? so you that, don't know yeah. everything that's gone on. right. Yeah, technically, but that, that would, would mean, be really cool for a doctor to be able to text you and wake up out that of coma. That would mean you've That's been in a cool coma. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've been in a coma. You've essentially grown up in a coma, like in your head. Yeah, that oh, would that, be that's creepy. Oh. Like you wake up and you're like, <clears throat> that's, "That's crazy." Weird. Oof, that's trippy. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna have to go with the one about the universe being yeah yeah started okay. a couple days ago. Uh, let's see. Would you let's stay away from the poop ones here? There's a lot on here. I'm not gonna lie. There are a lot of poop ones too. Here we go. Let's try this one. Okay. Would you rather live to be a thousand years old but have to bury countless family members and friends along the way, Aww. or die uh, at a hundred years old but all your family members and friends live to be a thousand without you? Yikes. That's kind of a tough one. It is because you're deciding their fate, you know? Like, right? that's yeah. a tough question. You I'm playing your God family's here. fate. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, I, I first think that first one would be terrible to have to bury all your friends and family, but then the other one to condemn everyone to be... A thousand? Uh, yeah, like, that <laughs> sounds like condemnation in some ways. But for me, it sounds more like... Because obviously, in this context, living to a thousand years old, like, you're still in good health. True, true. So maybe it's just like... And you're with your friends and like, family. Yeah. That's a good point. And yeah. then you die at a hundred, and it would be, like, it would be kind of sad because everyone else just gets to live on without you. Right. I'd probably That's choose, tough. yeah, I'd probably choose the second option and just hope that I lived a good enough life for them to remember me for the following night, you know, 900, 900 years, years. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that way they could just get over me, right? They could still have their own lives and you know, maybe I'll just a blip or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. What would you do? <laughs> it's tough. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. Because I'm like, if I die at a hundred and Brad remarries, I'm gonna come and haunt that girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. He, yeah, but if he lives no, to be a thousand, he's gonna get remarried a lot. <laughs> true, true. Not, yeah. not unless they all live to be a thousand. True. I'm the only one that's dying at a hundred. I see what you're saying that's there. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. That's a different way to look at it. Yeah. Change the rules. Then uh-huh. that way, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably choose that that, that option because they get all li- live on their lives, and I'm pretty much the only one who's kind of suffering. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd take the thousand years. And let everybody else, you know, do their thing. Live their lives. Well, I'm just, but think about it though. Like they wouldn't have to live here for a thousand years. Like I really don't want to live for a thousand years. I don't really want to live for a hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I hear you. I totally hear you out. Especially. I feel like I'd be saving people. Right. (laughs) You know, like. You really would need those depends. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a thousand years old. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. (laughs) 
Okay, last one. This this one this one's gonna go off in a totally different direction. Okay. It's a little rough. <laughs> SOS. Last one. Um, would you rather? And this is the. There's not any more on the list, so I'm I'm having to pick. Okay. Would you rather pry off your thumbnail with a fork, <laughs> or put a toothpick under your big toe? Toenail and kick a wall. That's it. I I'm quitting the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to like visualize this. It hurts. Thank you, Buzzfeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You can actually click view results. Oh here, let's 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 see what everybody else chose. The thought of the toenail. Yeah, that. Yeah. So I'm, the thumb, I'm gonna pick the thumb. Yeah. Thumbnail 100%. with a fork got 57. Yeah. percent The other one was 43. percent I'm gonna have to choose that one. Yeah. The toe just. Uh huh. You gotta walk on that. Yeah. Oh man, a toothpick too, because that's longer than just, your nails. I'd rather just cut my toe off. Yeah, that's <laughs> Get it over. That's it. it. <laughs> Done for. <laughs> now Yikes. that we know what you would do, yes. I feel like we know Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel connected. So those are some deep questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. some real questions. Again, thank you, Buzzfeed. We'll give you the we'll give the you the shout out the shout out on that one for the roughest would you rather's oh, so man. far. Yeah. <laughs> at least it wasn't that first question that we talked about yeah that's true yes <laughs> that'll be on a late night Look yeah late night show <laughs> T- tune in for the late night show that's the next explicit I'm yes oh, oh I know I did a live you oh what are you I oh. have never spilled coffee and he Jeez. every week says I do not except for on my leg on the way inside no, I've never spilled coffee, and he always gives me crap for spilling coffee. Did you see that coffee on the table? I, I that wasn't me. That. that was Cole. Well, all of your memories and knowledge are fake. So. Shots fired. <laughs> we are not real. Is fake. <laughs> okay. Sorry to tell you, Liv, but I'm a robot. I'm, I would. I've, I've you been know sent what? here to I, murder there would, you. There would be a part of me that would not be surprised at all. What? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's a pretty deep statement. I know, right? <laughs> Cole, you, I you believe be like you a cyborg. could be a robot. <laughs> You'd be like a cyborg. I'm the Terminator. Oh my god. You sound like Trump. You didn't even sound that did like sound like Trump. Terminator. That is <laughs> I cannot do accents. <laughs> you can do Trump apparently. Right? Evidently. <laughs> Terminator. His skin was just orange for a second. You got right? the lips and that too. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Seen enough of it. <laughs> okay, Liv. What? You got us a little outline here. Go ahead and Go ahead and get us started. All right. I, you know what? I just want to, s- let's just strip down to the very basics. Yeah. Okay. So we stalked your website okay. and all of your socials. Okay. And we found a lot of dirt on you. Yes. Good. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why did you retweet this three years yeah. ago? <laughs> yeah. We did a background check. So, yeah. <laughs> We have checked everything very thoroughly. Yes. We want to talk about your police record. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, that one was shocking, but um, yeah, yeah, it's we, fine. Yeah, we don't even know if we can there. talk about yeah. that. <laughs> Not on this episode. The next episode. Talk about the, the various, late night show. Talk about the various lists that you're on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude no. can't go near a playground. But oh, you, gosh. Oh, don't, he's kidding. I am. He is kidding, yes. My gosh. Kid, he seems like he can handle it. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. He consented to be on the show. Like, true. He signed a waiver. I signed the waiver. Yes, (laughs) it's a verbal waiver. (laughs) You want to come on? Yes, great. You've signed the waiver. (laughs) Sorry, Luke. 
my gosh, you're fine. That's great. It's great. What a time to be alive. I know, right? I feel, I feel really energized this week. You I know? feel good. Jeremy, you feel good? I feel good. That's feel good, great. man. That's good. Uh, Liv kind of said that you started uh, your career or maybe your entry into entrepreneurship. That's a hard word to it say. Is. <laughs> you're probably good at it. <laughs> entrepreneurship. There you oh, go. See, look at him. Rats. I knew I it. <laughs> I just had a feeling that he just he knew it. I, <laughs> Cole, Cole asked me, he was like, tell me a little bit about this guy. And I was like, I'm sure. Oh, shit. And he was like, he goes, he goes, you need to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> you can do on trip for short. On trip. On trip? Okay. Yeah. Is that something people use? Yeah, yeah. Great. Oh, that's good to know. Wow. Look how disconnected okay. I am. All right. We're, we're already learning. On trip. That's what the kids are saying these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you started out. Young, like sixteen, yeah. right? So tell us kind of where you where you started out, and yeah. we'll kind of go from there. For sure. So I'll just kind of give you guys some of the background, if you will, like yeah. even go to the origin. So yeah. Um, long story short, and we can dive into that story uh, as much as I'm going to share. Um, I was sexually abused when I was a young kid, and so that psychologically um, sets someone apart right right from an early yeah. age, especially. And yeah, sorry to get re- real deep real <laughs> well, quickly, we but went there. Um, you know, in in super pivotal. Uh, pivotal cognitive development periods for a young kid like that's that can that can really affect someone right yeah, so absolutely. like by middle school I'm you know questioning things who I am and my identity and you know what's my purpose on earth and like then I'm thinking about like career and like you know how do I matter you know, things that like a middle schooler should not be thinking about right yep and so you know me not being mature I develop stresses and anxieties and depressions at a young age and so I don't have, you know, the mental bandwidth to just kind of go through with this. So I start, um, you know, experimenting with cigarettes or, you know, drugs, whatever I can find. Long story short, you know, as we know, when you get depression, you know, these things are a lot of times maybe temporary solutions, but they're not really mm-hmm. real solutions. Right. Um, and, and honestly, you know, even when I got into, you know, my, my freshman year of high school, because I'm about to share, you know, the, the transformation that I had. Um, even when I was coming to high school, um, all these things that I was trying to add to my life or, you know, all the people that I was trying to, to, to connect with, to try to make myself happier and make myself feel fulfilled. It actually made a deeper like emptiness in, in, in myself. It, like uh, I was trying to fill the void in my soul, I was trying to fill the emptiness in my soul that I had felt and all these things that the world was offering me, mm-hmm. it just wasn't cutting it. And I got even worse and worse. Well, long story short, um, I had a therapist, well, I had multiple therapists, multiple counselors that I jumped around um, and I had one therapist who she wasn't one of those who, all right, here's a medicine we're going to throw it mm-hmm. at you, you know, cause yep. I went through some of those and they destroy my diet and it just right. didn't really yeah. work. Right. She studied psychology and studied the brain, like what makes the brain work. And, um, you know, if, if I can get on camera, um, this is a chemical structure for uh, a chemical in your brain called serotonin. Mm-hmm. And uh, this isn't, you know, pr- you know, completely backed by all the science, but scientists theorize that this chemical regulates your mood and your, mm-hmm. your anxiety. It's one of the four chemicals that influences all your behavior, you know, dopamine, serotonin, yep. oxytocin, endorphins after you work out. Well, this chemical specifically, it triggers, um, so our brain works in like um, if-then sequences. It's very algorithmic, right? Mm-hmm. And so our, these chemicals can be triggered by different things. And so sure. scientists theorize if this chemical can be triggered in your brain, you feel happy, you feel mm-hmm. fulfilled. So, um, and, and, and they also theorize one of the consistent ways to trigger this chemical, whether through just the, the natural world that you're living in or by your potential actions is uh, by doing something for someone else, by helping someone or serving someone. So if you remember the last time um, you let someone like crown your shoulder or you, you open the door for someone, you felt like genuinely like really good inside. Well, that wasn't some random scientific, you know, that wasn't some random phenomena. That was a scientific uh, chemical reaction in your brain where serotonin was being released. So 
going to, you know, my introduction to entrepreneurship, when I was going through this, you know, all these developments, you know, at a young age, you know, I was talking to, you know, lots of therapists and mentors just because like I, I needed yeah. people, you know, I needed people's help. And yeah. I had one mentor named Derek Christie, uh, Jen- Jenna Christie went to mm-hmm. GCA, her dad. Um, he, he was a mentor, someone who I looked up and he was an entrepreneur. He owned multiple businesses mm-hmm. and he inspired me to study what entrepreneurship was. Cause when I looked at him, he had a happy family, he had a cool life, he was impacting people. Um, he, he was serving lots of other people. And so that just really drew me in to like, yeah. What is business and what is this long word entrepreneurship that I could not spell, honestly, till like senior year of high school, like straight up. <laughs> um, what I had found through like studying entrepreneurship and researching, like, what does this mean to be an entrepreneur? My personal take was that at its core, entrepreneurship is serving others. So my first company was a skateboard company, build longboards. I was a skater and that was pretty much one of the only things I knew. Um, and it was really, really enjoyable because, you know, we were operating out, operating out of a two car square garage. Uh, my co-founder is Grant Slater, Liv, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we loved was we would just open up the doors and just have, you know, skaters come in or we would just open up the door and have our friends come yeah. in. And the reason why I share my story, the reason why I have a tattoo, you know, on my, on my hand is because if I can, you know, impact someone or if I can inspire, give them you know, just a tiny bit of hope, whether with my story or whatever, that's all I need for motivation in life. Like when I, when I go to bed at, at night and when I, when, when I feel like truly fulfilled and happy, it's, it's when I can know that my actions are affecting someone else in a positive light. Mm-hmm. And so through Void Lombards, being able to share my story and able to share, you know, my passions and all these different things, um, it resonated with a lot of people. So again, long story short, Void Lombards failed. That was my first, uh, first business, first business venture. I lost like $8,000, just being you know, completely honest. I lost Decent, and that was all my money too. I was mowing lawns, working at Chick Fil A. Right, uh, and at, as a teenager, that's it was a lot. That's a. I, I didn't get good good grades in school. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that was kind of my introduction to entrepreneurship, and of course, you know, I, I I kept going from there. But yeah, that was my first business, and that was really my why for being in, in business, and it's still my why to this day because, you know. I, I, I don't want to act like I've made a bunch of money or like you know had a crazy life, but like I've had a little bit of taste of some things and. Yeah, things are great at first, but like what's even better is like just relationships in your life yeah. and the people and just, you know, the, the things that, you know, we say like this is true success, right? In the world, money and fame, but like the real thing, you know, that's just something that I was, I've been able to learn. So yep. I'm happy. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's super All right, cool. So I'm quitting. No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> he goes, I want to motivate people. Liv goes, I quit. No. I quit. I just, I. What am I doing with my life? I I don't want to get super deep with you, but like I don't believe time is linear. So like you know we you know we often think time is based on timelines. So like you know we're on different trajectories, different journeys. So like yeah, I I might have had some different things at the age of twenty. You're here, but like to me, I don't view time time as based on timelines, right? Like I'm not you know you're not any farther than me. I'm not any farther than you. We're just all on different time planes. So like yeah, I don't know. Just, just, yeah, just I always a say to people like you're on your own exactly. journey. Exactly. Like, yeah. Entirely so. Exactly. And, and that's the beauty of it. Like I, I'm happy that everyone's on their own journey and that's yeah. what makes great friendships. And I get to learn yeah. what's interesting about you and your story and all that kind of stuff. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, one thing that like triggered in my head is, you know, you're talking about relationships and we were created to have relationships mm. period. True. I mean, and that's why like people who are in solitary confinement go crazy yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, you just need that human. That's why it's connection. a punishment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's literally a punishment. Yeah, it's it's so <laughs> interesting. But anyway, that just like 
Yeah. Remember that. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Light came on. Yeah, I know. So, after, so then after the longboard company, so you've been through all this, um, you've kind of figured out maybe your trajectory. At least some, some bit of what I want to do. Some yeah. bit of it. So tried, didn't work out so well. Right. What happens next? Yeah, great question. So, you know, of course, whenever we have new life experiences, we're learning different things, we're developing new skills. So in this process um, you know, of trying to build this company called Void Longboards, I had experimented a lot with social media and online marketing because like... I wanted to grow like an online brand and all these kind of things. Well, at the time, Twitter was like a really big platform to grow mm-hmm. and explore. And so long story short, you know, I failed a company, yes, but I also found a skill that I was somewhat good at. Yeah. Um, within eight months, I was able to get, you know, tens and tens of millions of impressions organically on content. I was able to grow, um, a tw- you know, n- none of this stuff was associated with our company. You know, this is just content that I was trying to just learn what worked in the algorithm. But there's yeah. one one page that I grew to over 250,000 followers and ended up selling it to make some mo- you know, to money for some boards. So, so through that process, I learned, okay, maybe I can't build a business right now or at least a skateboard business, but I think I'm pretty good at this social media thing. Um, that wasn't my uh, own thought. Um, so after I, you know, after we had closed Void Longboards, right, after Grant and I, we actually still have the, I still have the recording of us kind of deciding, you know, is this company going to keep going? You know, how much money would we need to keep it afloat? All these kind of things. Um, but after we had decided, I was, of course, crushed, right? Because, yeah. like, I mean, you know, my friends knew about it. My family knew about it. And, like, yeah, you know, we grew up through failures. We learned through failures. But failures still suck, all right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, called spade a spade. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I had a mentor of mine um, at the time. You know, again, key. Mentors are their key. I had a mentor of mine. He's like, dude, you are... I think I was 16, 17 at the time. He's like, you have your whole life ahead of you. You have no reason to be yeah. freaking out. And then also on the flip side, you know, not only was he like encouraging me, because I had thought that this would have been a scar for the rest of my life. Like I'm 60 years old and people still remember, you know. Right. Um, he, oh, your business failed. Right. Yeah. He, he, yep. he helped me understand that like every single successful entrepreneur, every yeah. single person in life Seriously. has some failures, right? Yeah. And then after that, he shared with me, but what was the one thing that you were actually good at at Void Lombard? Uh, uh, this thing, no. What was the one best thing that you're good at? And I was like, I think social media. So a couple months later, I started a social media uh, management agency. So no advertising, no like growth for business, just managing your social media, making content, just stuff like that. Um, and, and, and that was really fun. That was really enjoyable. That was kind of uh, my good, strong introduction into marketing and it really forced me to like research and like read a bunch of articles and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember being in school and just like completely avoiding whatever the teacher's saying. And I'm just reading articles about social media or marketing because like, <laughs> to yep. be honest, like as much as I liked Mrs. Jones, as much as I like these teachers, I didn't give, I didn't care at all what you're saying. I want to learn about marketing and social media because that was stuff that was really interesting to me. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so I just kind of kept learning and kept, you know, reaching out to people and it kept networking. And I eventually uh, learned a, a name, a guy by the name of Dennis Yu. Um, and this is kind of my a big transformation in like my uh, marketing career, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, quick background on Dennis Yu. He, uh, he ran all the analytics at Yahoo. Um, he worked right under the CMO. While he was at Yahoo, he built an advertising software for Yahoo that they bought for $2.3 million. So pretty smart guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, nowadays, he owns a company called Blitzmetrics. Still, he's still in advertising. He's still leveraging a lot of his marketing connections. Um, he run, his company, they're like a 30-person uh, agency out in Phoenix, Arizona, in L.A., his company uh, runs the ads for Golden State Warriors. They ran the ads for Nike, Red Bull. So pretty successful guy. He knows a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, so long story short, um, you know, when I had my social media management agency, I, I enjoyed working with social media, but I wanted to feel that I was making a better, like a bigger impact, right? Like I, 
for me, like the social media management just became like a busy work thing. Like it was just checking off the list. And I was mm-hmm. like, look, I want to see like some metrics. I want to see some growth. I want to feel that I'm impacting your mm-hmm. business. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it was kind of a, an interesting story how, how I ended up getting connected to, to, to Dennis Yu. Uh, I saw him on Facebook and I saw he had, he had a blue check mark and I knew that he wasn't just going to accept, you know, just, just random kid. Cause I want to connect with him you know, learn from him do, you know, possibly even get him as a mentor. Um, on Facebook, you know, you, you know the mutual friend like indicator, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know how humans we often use that as like a trust factor. You know, we, yeah. we don't even look at it, oh, fifty mutual friends accept, right? Great, yeah. So I <laughs> went through his friends list and just accepted, you know, 150 plus people so that I, I could eventually get, you know, 40 mutual friends. Long story short, I ended up getting 40, 50 mutual friends with him, sending him a friend request, and we became friends. That kind of started the relationship. Uh, but yeah, so 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 going back to answer your question. So right after Void had failed or right after I decided, you know, to not keep moving with it, I had made the focus on social media management. And then once I had met Dennis was really when I started to hone down on my skills on advertising and, and marketing, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I had actually lived in Tempe, uh, Arizona for about a, m- a month and a half, just really getting involved with his culture. And because, you know, someone like that, who's so intelligent, if you just be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. and be a sponge. Like watch. So much information about yeah. people and psychology and everything. So yeah, that was, I mean, you know, I, I say I go to University of Blitz Metrics, which is his company because like, I, you know, one, I didn't go to college, but two, that's where I've got my, my foundational of marketing knowledge. Yeah. And so are you still doing the marketing then today? Like, are you still running that company? Yeah. Uh, so, so the, my company was called Inspired Blue. So actually my social media management agency was called J.R. Miller Group. Really weird name, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't think of anything. Um, when I had learned like actual advertising, you know, strategies and like what could grow a business um, after I came back to Indianapolis after living with him, right, in his company, after learning these like techniques, I had noticed that other marketing companies weren't doing the same things. And I talked to friends who had businesses who were hiring these large marketing companies in the area. And it was, I was asking about their process, you know, what's their customer acquisition process? How are they iterating ads? Basic questions like that that mm-hmm. they should be able to answer on the fly, right? Long story short, um, you know, as we know, we're in the Midwest and we got the East Coast and the West Coast and things move a little slower out here, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, a lot of these techniques that I was learning, you know, on the West Coast by some of the, gr- the greatest marketers in the world, um, I saw market opportunity. So I- Right. I, Aren't I, being done here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I created a company called Inspire Blue Media. Um, and so just started running Facebook ads. You know, I only did, fa- we only did, fa- it was first me, of course, but I was able to hire a couple of advertisers, but we only did Facebook advertising because we wanted to be- the best, and you know, if you knew us, those guys are the best at Facebook ads, right? So yeah, really honed down our skills once I came back to Indianapolis. And I don't do Facebook advertising client stuff anymore just because I don't really want to anymore. Working on the platform of Facebook is is uh, very cumbersome. Yeah. And uh, I also just don't like to be just running ads all, all day long. It, it's a very um, inundating process for your brain. And so now my, my full-time, and, and we, we can get into this, I have a nonprofit and then I'm a marketing consultant for St. Elmo's and Joey Chestnut as we, oh, we've okay. talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just out of curiosity, sure. have, I mean, uh, as long as you've been doing this, have you, have you ever heard of Stratablue? Uh, actually, yeah, they're, they're, they're Indianapolis based company. Yeah. 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 Okay. I was yeah. just curious cause I know they do some of the similar stuff. I know Facebook is the big, yeah. um, I think one of the owners, uh, just, it's a guy that I know. Cool. So we've done some work with them before. Do you, do you know the name of the owner? Uh, he has, he has, it's, he's like Russian or something. His okay. first name is Slava. Okay. I think it's like V. 
I, I, I might have seen him at like a, t- a tech event or something. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, they're, they've, they've come pretty far. They're pretty far. big, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're pretty successful, yeah. Yeah, he's, he, he posts pictures on his Instagram of like being at Facebook, you know, yeah. and like talking to them. So they're a like, Facebook partner agency, yep. Yeah, yep, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. So, But that's interesting. So um, I, I have done some of this work as well. That cool. was some of the things that I got into, and that's why I did web design for a long time. Awesome. That's actually what I went to school for. Okay, cool. Um, so, in, of course, in doing that, you can't do that without talking about the marketing side of right. it. And I worked a lot more. All the with, analytics and everything. Yeah. I worked a lot more with Google than I did with F- Facebook. Facebook. Um, I've done, I've dabbled in it. Sure. Because I'm a real estate agent now. Cool. And so I've tried to help us kind of like find some niches there. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm a big fan of Google and Google ads. Honestly, in some way, I mean, depends on the niche and the goals and everything. Sometimes I like Google ads better. They, they just, Facebook is a very tough platform to work on. <laughs> I think so as well. That's what I was. That's why I was interested because you said that, and I was like, I felt the same way. I actually ended up shutting them down because we had plenty of impressions, but I wasn't actually getting anybody to convert. Right. So the I'm I'm super. I won the lottery and connect. Like I I, I think I'm super privileged. I mean, may, you may be sure I've worked hard and everything, but I, I'm super privileged that I, that I have the relationship that I have with Dennis Yu because. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you Google his name, I mean, he is one of the top Facebook marketers in the world. I mean, they're throwing workshops on Facebook, teaching Facebook employees how to do Facebook, right? Oh, wow. He, he, one of my first introductions to him was at GoDaddy headquarters. It was a workshop that he was charging $7,500 for CMOs and marketing managers at Fortune 500 companies. So pretty decently smart guy, right? Yeah. Well, so the, 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 the interesting thing with that is he's a very process-driven person, right? He's very based on systems, and if something works right, if the, if the wheel's already been created, then keep with that mm-hmm. wheel, right? Of course, iterate, adapt, as you have to with everything, sure. but if the wheel's working, keep, uh, stick with that. So I was thankful to get to learn and develop and be able to take all these processes and systems that allow for like successful uh, iterations on ads so you can actually get a lot of those conversions. We have a, uh, a I say we, I should say Blitzmetrics. Blitzmetrics has a quote from uh, the VP of marketing at uh, Golden State Warriors, Kenny Lauer, saying in the playoff season, Blitz, uh, the custom audiences, which you're familiar, of course, yep. had a Facebook ads increase of 40x, a Facebook yield in, uh, increase of 40x. So you see a lot of advertisers brag, you know, even a lot of marketing agencies, they, they're bragging about 6x, 8x, 9x, ROAS, you know, return on ad spend. Yep. And we have a quote, you know, from the VP of marketing at, I say we, Bliss Metrics has a quote from the VP of marketing at uh, Golden State Warriors, 40x, 4,000% return on ad spend. And this is, we're talking hundreds of Gosh. thousands of dollars being spent every day selling mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors tickets. So I'm thankful that I'm able, I was able to learn the processes and techniques that was able to do that. And I was able to apply the, you know, for my agency, for my personal brand, those kind of things. Josh, that's cool. Like, now, I, like literally, I mean, I'm super, super thankful that I know him. Um, I did. I saw on your Instagram that you had a picture of a Google sign. Yes. So have you been? That was recent. A couple times. I've been. Right? Yeah, I've been. Yeah, were? that was pretty recent. Yeah, I've been. I don't know, like three or four times. So with, with my nonprofit, we have some relationships at a, a lot of big companies, and we have a, something called an immersion trip where we take 15 high schoolers from Indiana, take them to the New York Stock Exchange, Google, um, Facebook, and these kind of places where they're going to learn mindsets and techniques that you cannot learn here. And as much as I love Indiana, right? Yes. <clears throat> you know, there are things that you're going to learn at Google in New York City or in L.A. that you can't learn here. Mm-hmm. Um, so through that, I've been able to go to Google a couple times, but a friend of mine, he was the... Uh, actually the product manager at Google. And so when, whenever I was in LA, we would just get breakfast. And if you, if you guys ever go to Google and YouTube, uh, Google headquarters or, or YouTube offices, you're never 100 feet away. You're never over 100 feet away from a cafe. 
there's always food available and like <laughs> and these cafes are like outfitted so like so whenever i would just be in town and you want to get breakfast at google or something just because the food is awesome and it's always free so yeah hmm okay i'm gonna ask you I, I was just the wheels are turning you're sure. speaking my language okay. here. <laughs> no, so yeah. i'm sorry Liv. no it's great you're speaking my language so um are you familiar with the verge uh, the Verge is in the tech magazine or Verge is in the former company now known as Powder Keg? No. Okay. Tech magazine. Okay. Yes. So I listen to their podcast cool. every week. Nice. I, I read their stuff. Love it. Um, since you're kind of in this world and you know, I mean, we're talking about Facebook, we're talking about YouTube and Google and everything like that. This might not be on the same page, but since we're talking about it. Data controversies? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, we could talk about that for sure. I we think don't have every, to though. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, like you're talking about that there's these cafes and everything yeah. and these companies are so huge. What what are your thoughts on this whole thing about having like the big five and like I know they're talking about like breaking them up and doing all these different things with them because they're so big. Oh, okay, wait, I see what time you're out. What is that? Okay, so we're talking like because I know that I'm not the only one that's going to be listening. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's no. like what is that? Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> so you got what? It's there's Microsoft, Amazon, okay. Facebook, Google, Apple. An apple. Okay. Okay. Yep. So so yep. see either the five, which is just shows how many big companies, or they it's the four, the four headless horsemen: Apple, Google, Facebook, and Microsoft. Yep. And so yeah, I mean, I mean, you're asking me like, what's my thought of just huge companies like Amazon who are taking over the world? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like we're talking about yeah, so, ads and everything like yeah. that. I mean, there's only two platforms. Yeah. There's Facebook and there's Google. Yeah. And Yahoo doesn't exist anymore. Right. I mean, in the sense of we don't use it. And, you know, then on top of sure. that, I mean, there's no other video platform other than YouTube. Right. They're going through their problems right now because there is no other option. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think there's a balance, right? So I, I wrote this one blog um, called how small businesses can survive in the Amazon world. Because obviously, you know, we got Amazon Prime Day, you got a lot of people boycotting that. Mm -hmm. They're like, shop local. And like, I completely understand that. We should absolutely do that. But I think it's twofolded because, you know, in the world we live in, as humans, we are always, I shouldn't say we, and I shouldn't say always, those are big absolute <laughs> statements, but for the most part, we're often wanting conveniences. We're often, oh, you know, we're, we're lazy, we're entitled, we're selfish. I, I, I can also say all the amazing things about humans, but just, just for the sake of conversation, <laughs> yep. we want quicker things, we want innovative things, and that's just kind of how we are. You, we're always kind of pushing, pushing the curve, right? You know, that's why people are spending the ridiculous amount of money on Apple products or else mm -hmm. Apple would die because everyone would say, wait, I can get something, you know, just the same for like 50% less. Right. So I, I say that I, I think it's balanced. You know, one, I think we as a world should watch these companies and not let them get more powerful than our government um, or more powerful than the, the, you know, the, the people that we are. But I also think, you know, there's values in having the, the, the conveniences and it kind of forces people to have to adapt and, and you have to be able to um, uh, iterate. And, and also, reality is we're getting in such, our world is getting, I think we're like 7.5 billion people, 7.6 billion people, right? Our world's getting really big. So, you know, this is something that I was thinking the other day. While there's a whole lot of us who are converting to Amazon and, you know, not looking at the small businesses, and of course we can see lots of small businesses dying, we can also see lots of small businesses growing as well. Mm -hmm. And so, A, you know, there's always going to be, I, I say, there, there's a lot of times going to be someone for every every market. So there's always going to be people going to small businesses. The nice thing about small businesses, they don't need, you know, 5 million transactions like Amazon to stay afloat. Right. But also, too, and this might be a harsh argument, and, you know, I'm, you know, I believe in empathy and everything, but if you're in business... 
you need to adapt and iterate, right? So like, mm-hmm. but I also don't feel like, you know, Amazon should just, you know, crush small businesses. So I don't know. I mean, I think there's a balance of, you know, what in the world, you know, what do we want as a world to keep us moving and everything, but also how do we protect, you know, the, the little guys? Because a- Amazon, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah. What do you think about it? Well, it's just, I think too, like, I think you understand this because obviously you're an entrepreneur, right? You know, as you're getting going, there's that fear that I might, I might make a product. I might be able to iterate on something as well. And the next thing that's going to happen inevitably, if it's of any worth taken, they're going to try to take it from you. I, I personally have a friend. He was inventing a transparent solar panels on the first ever of its kind and long story short he didn't have enough money to patent it and about a month and a half after he was basically asking for help to to fund fund this and my mit came out with the exact same thing so like obviously obviously that's an educational institution everything but still you know again you, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, you know, at the Startup Foundation, my nonprofit, we're focused on high schoolers and young people because, you know, the small businesses or the young, the young people, they have amazing stories. They have, you know, great products. They have amazing things about them. And, you know, it, as this world moves on, as, you know, new challenges come about, if, if, if we have any bit of leverage or ability to help someone help you know, to reach our hand out, mm-hmm. I believe if you're a good human, you should, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, no. And I mean, and I think inspiring that growth is awesome. Right. You know, I just hope that we as a civilization have the opportunity Agreed. to do those things right. and not just be overtaken every, right. every chance they get, yeah. you know, like, oh, well, this thing is great. So, okay, well, Facebook's going to buy it. Right. And it's just another, you know, another, you know, notch in their bedpost. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and this other point, and I hate to say this because obviously I've been in Facebook advertising. This is going to sound like I'm defending Facebook, but you know, I, I heard this from someone else, a friend of mine, actually, he's a CMO of, uh, St. Elmo's Bryn Jones, you know, he, and I had never heard this. And you know, a lot of times we talk about Facebook and these large companies mm-hmm. who are making small business growth, um, less possible, which is very true, but also on the flip side, you know, these, some of these platforms, they have enabled so much growth and enabled yes. so much potential. So, mm-hmm. so, so again, you know, there's balances. It's back and yeah, forth. It, yeah. It's back and forth. Yep, yep, yep. Well, that'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It really you know, will. Because I know they're talking about breaking them up, but I, I also, also don't like the thought of the government, Agre- yeah. you mm-hmm. know, telling these businesses right. what to do. Yeah. Yep. But it, that's a very, like, but they're also, especially with data and privacy now, they're... Cr- these companies are creating their own boards of people who are right. I mean, especially with like AI. Yeah. I heard about that recently. Yeah. They're going, we're going to make our own board that decides what AI can and can't do and what its laws should be. And oh, it's wow. like 10 to 15 people that sit in a room and they're, they're pulled from other places. Okay. But they're probably going to be profiting off of the AI growth. <laughs> well, yeah. And we're still saying like, okay, now right. we're, we're going above government right. and making their own government with in a private company yeah, and saying, hey, this is what our AI, which is in millions of homes, yeah. can and can't do. And <laughs> yeah, it's scary. And, and so, so here's the thing that I think the only thing that, that we can do, and it's exactly what you just did. You asked a question. You're you're creating conversation about it because the worst thing we can do is just like go with the mm-hmm. flow. Yeah. And That's every, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> but as long as we got people asking questions and kind of digging into it, you know, We'll keep it. You know, we'll watch it. It'll be interesting. But as long as long as we're conscious and aware of what's going on, we as like a society, hopefully things won't get too bad. <laughs> right. So just stay aware of everybody. Yeah. Just right. keep questioning just things. Pay attention. If you start to see like you know a laser coming out of Jeff Bezos' eye, say something about it. Yeah. Right. It like, could be a robot. No. No. <laughs> no. Cole's not the robot. Yeah. No. It's Jeff. It's definitely Jeff. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, oh Liv, I, I'm sure that you no, have some questions no, as well, so I'm I, gonna throw no, it. No, you're good. This is it's good. I'm just absorbing it. You know, I know that you. And as well as Brad, they're nerds, right? <laughs> so I learn a lot of those things from them. I just like sit there. I'm like, okay, absorb, absorb. Right? It's fun. Or, just ah. learn. Yeah. <laughs> so Brad and I have this little so. thing going on where ever, every time I get another Google home or whatever, like he gets another one for their apartment. So like yeah. we, we keep going back we, and forth. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, awesome. I don't think we have room for one unless we put it in the laundry room, but we literally <laughs> have. Laundry. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. We, but we have a, a Google home. Literally in every room. That is clutch. Like, bathroom, like that's gonna be pretty nice. Office. It's scary, but it's also kind of convenient, right? Two in the living room. Do you have anything like smart speakers or anything like we that? We have an Alexa. Yeah. You have an Alexa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, here's the thing. So Cole, and I think we've probably talked about this before, but um, Christ, we went that. over to Cole's and he had one in every room, and we were like, Cole, like that is super excessive. <laughs> but then he was like, just. Let it happen. Right? I'm like, just, just hear me let out. It ha- just hear let me it out. happen. Me out. So he's like playing music and, you know, we are going from the living room into the kitchen. We go into the bathroom and like, it's just, it's always it's a, playing. And I'm like, cool. I kind of cool. dig it. Right? I kind of cool. dig it. And so. <laughs> <laughs> and I am horrible. I am an early adopter. I, I watch the keynote oh, when nice. it comes up for pre-order. I awesome. order it. Especially if it's Google, I'm. A, I, <laughs> that's awesome. That's the thing. At the end of the day, I do. I love Google. Yeah, like Google's awesome. It's great. I use a lot of their products. I have the Pixel phone. You know, yeah, the I, Pixel's I, awesome. I like yeah. all, all of the above. Yeah. So Brad and I were entertaining the thought of um, putting speakers <laughs> in every room, and then um, before I think it was Black Friday, yes. they were doing a sale on the Hub and Minis, like ridiculous sale. And I was like, I texted Cole and I was like, so I'm going out of my way to another Target to go and get these. Yes. He's like, yes. It's like, I'm okay. so proud of you. <laughs> so how many did you end up getting? It's like five or just a handful. Um, so we already had like the, you had the, mini. the home. Oh yeah. oh yeah, you had the regular home. Had, the main base. Mm-hmm, okay. And then we had a mini. Okay. And then we got the hub and we got two more minis. Dang, look That's at you. Awesome. They're in an apartment. Yeah. Nice. Oh my. So it's bumping. It's there. bumping. Okay. So, so I'm sick. trying to think. So I have I have a Max in the kitchen. I have a regular home in the living room. There's there's a mini in the office, both bathrooms, and a hub in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm trying to so think. Many. I think that's it. Yeah. I know that sounds really, uh, that's actually that's actually not as yeah. bad as I thought it was, that's to be honest good. with you. But I will say it is totally bogged down my, my network. Right. Because it's so hard. Like, you get me started on another thing here about how oh how horrible Networks. our internet is in the U.S. and how, you know, special in rural areas. I can't believe we can't get. Unfortunately, I hate to say this to you, but I have fiber, so I'm going to say internet's pretty nice. Oh, there we go. Look, he's like, I got fiber, so <laughs> yeah, I'm worried I got, about it. I got fiber. <laughs> I'm out in the, the, ba- the benefits of living near the city. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I could probably handle all that. Yeah. But I'm also using the rented router, which, mm, gotcha. you know, is like a sin, you know, if you're a nerd, but, you know. Oh, how dare you. At the time, I did not have the money, I so I was like, let's yeah, just I go ahead you. and get this together, and then we'll do it later. Figure it out later. <laughs> Especially since I know I live in the boonies and internet's in and out all the time. Mm. One tree goes down, one little limb falls, and everybody <laughs> has internet, no yeah. internet. So, internet yeah. or power. Yeah, but- <laughs> Did it make a sound? What? <laughs> so I'm just like that joke. Well, you know, I probably couldn't like, hear it over all a- my Google Homes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right, right. All the Google Homes telling you power's out. Right? They're like, <laughs> the, the connect networks, to the internet. Yeah. That is the funniest oh, thing. Do, okay, have it, you ever had it just like randomly like say something in another room? It scared the crap out of me. Oh, that's scary. Shoot. Did I was al- like, oh my God, there's so many. Did your Alexa have like the laughing virus, the problem with it? 
Oh, no, what? I don't want that. I don't want to go. I don't want there, that. there was a there was an issue where they what? came out with an update and it would laugh like out of nowhere. Uh, what the heck? Like it just start creepy. laughing. And everybody was like freaking out. They're like yeah. my Alexa just started laughing this morning. Oh my gosh. I would be scared to death. It's just like I would put, <laughs> I would, I would put like a box over it, like a blanket. <laughs> I'd set it on fire. <laughs> right. She takes it outside. She's like, nope. Uh-uh. Lighter fluid. Just Lighter fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, oh I'm not good gosh. with fire and grills. That's been evident. <laughs> right, Apparently, burning right. myself <laughs> the grill lid, but it's all good. Okay, now that we've gone all the way down the rabbit hole, right? Let's circle back around. Okay, tell me about. Tell me a little bit more about your not for profit. Where you're at? Sure. Yeah. So I have a nonprofit called the Start Ed Up Foundation, co-founded with Hunter Stone and Don Wetrick. It was originally uh, so. It was originally um, the Start Ed Up movement was is an actual company. So we're a nonprofit, but there's a startup company. And a guy started that by the name of Don Wetrick. He has been a teacher for over 20 years in Indiana. He taught at uh, Greenwood. He taught. He, he just recently retired from Noblesville. Um, but he's also a world-renowned speaker. He's an author. Um, he, he, he's got, got a big podcast where he's had some of the greats like Seth Godin, Gary Vee, like big people on the podcast, um, all about education and like how are we developing young people for the mm-hmm. future? Are we instilling concepts of innovation and entrepreneurship in young people? Because, you know, we have a theory, not everyone should be an entrepreneur, but you can think like an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're looking at problems, you know, how can you bring your unique, you know, value to it, right? So, um, you know, fi- about five years back, he watched a TED, uh, a TED talk by a guy by the name of Daniel Pink, um, talking about, you know, just the education system and how it was, you know, how we, where we adopted it from and the, the intents behind it and all that kind of things and how, the education system hasn't changed in the last 75 years. Meanwhile, the world has changed quite significantly, right? Yeah. By 2020, which is next year, which is crazy, yeah. 50% of the American workforce will have some bit of their income from 1099, meaning gig economy, contractor, some type of entrepreneurship or something. So yep, yep. the world is changing quite significantly. So we have set out to empower and equip high schoolers You know, from the age of 14 to 18. We even have a student fund where we offer just straight up funding to up to 20 years old. Um, but our goal is just to, you know, we, we believe young people, they have the ideas, they have the work ethic, um, they have the passion a lot of times, but they don't, they might not necessarily have the process to do that. Sure. They might yeah. not necessarily have the mentor who can connect them to someone mm-hmm. or just the know-how to build a structured business. So we say, okay, if we can find, or if the, the entrepreneurs and the innovators in high school can find us and we can, you know, empower them and, you know, give them confidence, A, say, hey, you can do this, you know, because a lot of young people, they just need an adult to say, go. Yeah. Um, but two, what do you need? Do you need money? Do you need mentors? Do you right. need, need media? Like, we'll get you on the news. We'll write an article about you, whatever. Because um, at the end of the day, you know, I I and we, um, we follow the concept of Aristotle's uh, uh, concept of the prime mover, right? So the, the prime mover is based on, um, and, and, and it's not, you know, it's not a fully factual, it's a theory, right? Um, but it's based on a theory where, let's say I'm impacting a kid's life at the age of 17, right? Um, or I'm, I'm teaching him things, I'm inspiring him, whatever. Let's say he keeps, you know, progressing, he keeps moving forward. By the time he's 25 or 30, if he can be, you know, manager at a company or he started a nonprofit of his own or he started a business of his own, if I impacted him in this little bit, you know, planted a seed or whatever when he was this age, and by, you know, 10 years later, he's impacting 400 people, like, that's what really excites me. You know, yeah. the, the layman's term is the domino effect or yeah, the, or the butterfly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, we, we impact one person, that impacts another person. So, yeah. you know, we have some amazing young people who have patents and they're starting businesses that have actual sales and everything. And it's, it's awesome. Like, they're super intelligent kids, yeah. but also 
just just the idea of being able to instill these concepts of in mindsets and techniques, um, it, it, it's it's a long term play. And also, um, we're, we're thankful that we're partnered with the uh, Indiana Economic Economic Development Corporation. They're our main investor. That's kind of how we got our start because we're a nonprofit. We don't make money, so all of our money pretty much comes from the state government because um, they see this as a long term ec- economic mm-hmm. play. You know, if we yep. can help inspire a thousand you, you know teenagers to think like an entrepreneur how many of them are going to start businesses or whatever in the in, in Indiana economy? So I'm really, really passionate about it just because, you know, the small impact that I can have can potentially have some greater impact down the road. Right. But also yeah. when I was in school, I mean, no offense, you know, I mean, Miss Izinga, you know, we had an entrepreneurship class and you know, it was great. You know, it was great for what we had, but I wasn't given all the things. Like if I had not like hustled hard and like just really worked hard for the, some of the mentors and relationships that I was able to get, I would not, not be, be here today. Not yeah. even, I, I don't even know how close I'd be. Um, so just being able to help these young people, give them whatever they need, it just, you know, it's a, it's a passion project for me. That's yeah, huge. be that's that cool. mentor for others. Exactly. Like you had, yeah, that's, that's huge. We, uh, huge. we have a saying called leaders create leaders because we really want to have sustainable long-term impact. There's a lot of people in, in the world with who associate themselves with entrepreneurship. It's, it's based on making money now or it's, you know, not actually valuing other people. And there's a lot of um, things that we don't believe, you know, young people should be taught with entrepreneurship, right? And so if we can just kind of help them be servanthood, you know, be, be servant-minded, if we can help them have financial literacy, just some things that most people are just giving, you know, BS motivation, if you will, and just saying, all right, go. And then the kid fails. You, you give them <laughs> yeah. uh, uninformed optimism, right? And then they fail and then they feel like they're losing. You know, we, we just hate to see dreams dying, right? Sure. So if we yeah. can come alongside them, yeah. Yeah, because it's not easy to get going. It's not easy. Gosh, especially, I mean, it is the truth. Like, I do feel like in the education system, especially, you know, it's 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 kind of they they feel like it's a one size fits all, and that just isn't the case. You just can't, you know. And there's so many. You see, there's so many skills that are needed as an adult that just aren't getting taught. Exactly. Right. And exactly. That, and that's true. They're exactly. they're shoving you out the door and they're going, "Good luck." Right. You know, just just do it. Right. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, okay." Right. And then like you were talking about if you don't have the optimism or the people pushing you or the mindset to be able right. to pick yourself up from that first failure because inevitably you you're going to. Right. right. Then that that's when you've now hit a dead end. Right. Yeah. And you're familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk, of course, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for many years, Don and Hunter, because I wasn't there at, at the company, I you know I co-founded the nonprofit. I came on later. For many years, they were trying to sell to schools, sell programs, and he had something called an innovations class. Well, you know, schools move pretty slowly, right? And yep. they had learned that pretty quickly. And so uh, we actually, when we had Gary on the podcast, you know, Don was talking to Gary about all these kind of things, and Gary was like. Stop trying to change a school system. It'll take them 15 years to make the slightest change. Go after the parent, you know, go after the parents, go after the kids outside the school. So that right. was what originated the reason why we launched this nonprofit and didn't stay as a company because we couldn't work with the school system anymore. Right. Like we had to create our own environment, our own ecosystem. If they want to, you know, if they want to get involved somehow, like sure, you know, of course we'll work with you because you know you can get help us interact with students. But right. we had to do it on our own, and that was just kind of a sad thing that they didn't even want to. I don't know. I, I mean, change is a very hard thing, right? It's very expensive. It ch- change, you know, Even if it's positive change, change can mean many different things that organizations like you know, the education system. So I, right. I, I get it, but, you know. Yeah, but just hoping that right. it starts to move yeah. in the right direction because right. it's been like this for a while. Right. Yeah. You know, well, and I it's think just, change in this way is just going to take time. Right. Yeah. No, exactly. I agree. No. It'll take time. Yeah. And, and so we're just like, all right, we're just going to do it on our own. So, like, for example, one thing that cool. we have – 
we have something called a student innovation night. So we've got different chapters in different cities around Indiana and they run their own events, but it's our event called the Stu a student innovation night. What we have is we have a small business or nonprofit come and pitch, you know, they explain who they are. So, so, so just kind of back up. We've got a nonprofit or a company at this event. Then we've got about 35 to 40 high schoolers and then a couple mentors through the crowd. The event goes like this. The company or the nonprofit, um, they share who they are, their story, what they do. And then they share some like legitimate problems like marketing issues, HR issues, you know, product design issues, whatever. After they pitch these problems to the audience of students, the students go break off into teams and they brainstorm for 30 minutes solutions for this nonprofit. And then they, they elect in a representative, a speaker for each team, and then they go and pitch these solutions back to the nonprofit or the small business, and then they get to hire the students. And so in this you cool. know, quick one, wow. one hour, two hour thing, we're, we're able to A, say, hey student, your voice matters, your mm -hmm. idea matters, this is a real company, you can actually have impact, but also, we're forcing them to think about real problems. You know, it's not a worksheet. It's like, you know, this is real people yeah, being impacted. Right. And yeah. so like it really forced them to drive deep and like, okay, how can I really add value to this? Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, you know, sometimes I'm just there at the events taking pictures or whatever. It's just really cool to just see these kids get excited, whip out the whiteboard and they're drawing all this stuff. And it's like, yeah. man, you know, the youth is awesome. Yeah. You know? no, so that's, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Gosh, that's cool. <laughs> Gosh, that's cool. I just, I'm just, it's just, that's yeah. all I can think to say. We, it's yeah. just, it's awesome. What you're doing is awesome. Yeah. That's I appreciate that. Um, we're starting up events in, in August again. So like, I'll shoot you guys an invite to like one of our events and like, I'll, I'll have you guys being a guest, just like a guest at, at the yeah. event, just so you guys can kind of see yeah. and everything. We because, have fly on the wall, just watch it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's I am down. We, have, yeah. we, we literally have ticket slots just for spectators because a lot of people are like, I just want to see this happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause I'm sure it's, I mean, just, being able to watch, I mean, you can see it, you know, in somebody's face at that age. Like, Their eyes know? light up. Yep. I was like, it's exciting. <sighs> and, yeah. you, and, you know, I don't, that's been one of those things too, like even just for myself that I'm like, don't lose that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. That's, you know, because like don't. in our, in my industry, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm technically self-employed. I mean, I guess I shouldn't even say technically. Sure. I You am. are, yeah. Everything that I do is all driven based upon, you know what I'm Absolutely. working on every day, how much time and effort I'm putting into things. And so in, in real estate, you know, you see so many people, they're there for a long time. It's a longevity type of job. Mm -hmm. right. You do it forever. Right. And it's just like, oh, I made another sale. I sold another house. Right. And my whole thing is like, even I'm not two, I'm not even two years into it, but I never want to lose that. Like, yeah. That joy, that yeah. wonder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, childlike wonder. Yeah. Yes. Cause every transaction has a different, uh, a different set of problems that mm. you have to solve. It's sure. always a problem solving game mm -hmm. because yeah. everything is different. There is, there are no two transactions the same. Sure. And that is beautiful because yeah. every time you have to use your head and right. you learn something new Love every that. time and you're just, and it, it, it gets me so excited. Yeah. And that, that's like, what keeps exciting. I right. fixed it. You, yes. I figured it out. Or yes. maybe I didn't, but, <laughs> yes. but I know what to do but next you time. Learn, <laughs> you learn from it. Right. So. That's so awesome. So yeah. It's so instill, it's just beautiful instilling that so early on, like, that's yeah. awesome. I hope my kids yes. have opportunities like yeah. that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Brad and I talk about that all the time because yeah, in school you don't learn these things that you need to know as an adult. And I always say like, you don't know what you don't know. True. And yeah. so that's where true. mentors come into play of just like, so true. This is what you need to know yep. because they're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. 
You know, <laughs> so I just, true. I mean, just on like even basic things of adulting. Yeah. You know what I mean? hundred percent. I always say and that. And adulting is hard. Yeah, yes. Is so hard. <laughs> because no matter how much your parents tell you, no matter anything, yeah. you know, there's nothing that really prepares you for that day. No. True. Because everybody true. just gets kicked out the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sweet. Woohoo. Yeah. I'm still first. I, I moved out of my parents' house like a, a year ago because I stayed for quite a while just really building income. Yeah. Whatever. And I moved out a year Smart. ago. And yeah, I'm still to this day calling my mom. Hey, uh, so what do I do with this question yeah. on this? You know? yeah. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But 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 I'm lucky because they're they're happy to answer every time. Yeah. So, you Which know. is great. Yeah. At least you have the support system as well, right? Exactly. Which I mean, that's kind of where it starts. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that's why I'm just so grateful. You know, I can never complain because I have people who I can. Yeah. You know, again, people are the greatest thing in the world. You know. Yeah. Greatest resource. Right. So exactly. so Liv said that you're what you're three years younger than she is. So you are twenty. Twenty. Or twenty. Yep. Okay. I don't remember how old you are, so I knew you were 23, right. 24, something like that. So I'll, be tw- I'll be 24 in September. So okay, gotcha, we're gotcha. Close. Okay. Yep. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. To, to, have, to have kind of worked on that stuff and accomplished and been from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's that's amazing. So, Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> it. And, and just, again, just going on, on this real quick on the students who yeah. come to the event. You know, just being super real, like, you know, we'll see some kids who have scars on their wrists. You know, the, the, the type of kid you know, kids who come to these, you know, the artsy type, the, 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 the oddballs, right? You know, the ones who are often underlooked at the school, when they come to, like, our events, they're like, they have a great idea, so then everyone listens to them. And they're like, oh, do you also want to present to the, you know, So just instilling that confidence in people right. who don't have that, like, I don't know, that's just why I can get really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Going off yeah. the stuff that you were saying, yeah, you're Yeah, you're not just, yeah. like, shutting them off. Exactly. Right. And those kids that continually get shut off are going to stay shut off. Well, yeah, exactly. and they feel like this is their place. Exactly. Like where they fit Their in. people, this is their, their tribe. Yep. That's the key. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. So what's your what's your long-term goal? Is this where you yeah, want to be? Yeah, you're only 20. Or, yeah. What's... <laughs> So you um, gotta have that five year plan because I mean I, I I have a lot of people ask me that and I, I don't I ever give the same answer each time because like things are always changing. I mean I've got my 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 I believe my purpose in life um, is to acquire information and stories and then just reshut, retell and share it to people who it can really impact them right. Yep. So a lot of times when I'm making career decisions, client decisions, whatever, I'm thinking well, what are the stories that I'm gonna get from this? What are the things I'm personally going to learn? Um, I have a, a, p- a pillar of, of philosophy, if you will, that I learned um, from my mentor, Dennis Shu, learn to teach. Whatever you know, company I'm at or a startup that I'm working for or a project that I'm having, if I'm learning interesting things, if I'm doing interesting things, and if I'm teaching interesting things to other people, I'm happy. That, that's what I need to be happy at a job or at a company that I'm working for. So as far as like, you know, what does the future look like? You know, it's going to be based on those decisions, but I'll yeah. just, I, I will give you some, some specifics. I... Um, I'm really planning a speaking career and planning like a, a book, a, a book writing career. I've actually got like 45 pages written of this book that I've just been throwing together. Mm-hmm. And so like if, um, you know, if I can get an actual publishing company and really think through things, maybe I could publish out a couple books over the next decade or so. So long term is just to start sharing information that I've been learning, but also throughout that entire process, continue gaining information, continue developing perspectives so that even when I'm 40, I can still have a cool book or have a right. podcast or something like that. Cause I just, information is just such a beautiful thing. It can unlock people's confidence and it can unlock them in so many different ways. And so, yeah, I, I just, that's just what I feel my purpose is. So yeah, it's, it's not specific, but if you asked me like three years ago or one year ago where I'd be, I, you know, I would not think that I'd be working with St. Elmo's. I would n- would not think at all I'd be going to New York City with Joey Chestnut and now managing a social media. So it's kind of like hard to like project in the future. Sure. It's really yeah. actually hard. Yeah. Which is kind of cool though. I think that's I mean, one of the benefits exciting, yeah. of following this path. Like, not that it's not good to plan, of sure, course. Absolutely. 
but you don't know. Right. Because you're continually pushing and trying. And right. Yeah, but it's not like you're sitting there stagnant, not right. knowing. Oh, yeah. You know, like right. <laughs> a constant, like, growth of... Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 not the uh, entrepreneurial forward. way no. right, to sit there stagnant. Yeah. Right. If you're doing that, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. 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 you got to be moving and shaking. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the, the 12 to 13-hour days are my favorite days. Oh, yeah. They're the best. They're tough, but They're you know tough. you accomplished something. Yeah. And it's <laughs> best when you those you have those long days when you're with other people because... You know, it, it's it's much harder. You know, I was a solopreneur for a while, but mm-hmm. then now I'm an entrepreneur, if you will, with the team. Yeah. Um, it's so much better with the team. It's so much better with people because they can understand those same similar anxieties or similar mm-hmm. like long work days and stuff but like you that. You just brought it around full circle, right from the end of the beginning again. Just brought it around, <laughs> right back to relationships. Yeah, oh. there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, Liv, great. I didn't know if you had anything else on here that you wanted to ask. Uh, no, I think that. I feel good about it. Cool. Now, did you forewarn or did you forget? No, I both. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so I, for some reason, thought that you had added it into the invite. And then I was like, crap, I don't think oh, it is. Right. So I okay, messaged yes. him this morning and I was like, listen, here's what we do. If you don't have it, it's totally fine. So I got some. If you have at least one round, <clears throat> yeah. we will do the... Um, I say we've gone a little longer than we normally do, so we'll do one round with you. Okay, perfect. Um, if that works. Yes. So, so just two facts, stories. Um, and one of them has to be a lie, right? One, one true, them. one lie, and we will have to decide which one is the true one. Yes. Okay. So one lie, one truth. Okay. Yep. Yep. We'll see. If, we'll we'll see if we learned enough from you today that we can. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we're not very good at this, so <laughs> we're not. sometimes we are. Sometimes we're not. One of our guests said that he killed a kangaroo with his bare hands, and we were like, "What? What? Yeah, yeah." And that was the true one. Yeah, that was the true one. <laughs> oh we're sitting there going, "Wait, what?" All right, I got. So I want to give you three, right? Or or, or just two? Just two. Okay. So yeah, and if you I mean, if you have enough, we can go two rounds. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah, I, I I got a couple. Okay, okay. First round, we got two. Go ahead. All right. Um, the first one is some friends and I stayed in an estate Airbnb in Toronto, and the neighboring estate was Drake's house. Okay. The second one, NASA invited me to a tour at NASA's and SpaceX facilities in Cape Canaveral, Florida. Oof. The latter would be dope. I know. This is going to be horrible. I'm going to say the second one's true just because I've looked through your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it, I have shared it quite frequently, so I was like, they might just know this, but I'll just throw it out there anyway. Yeah, so... Are we, are we going to go with NASA? I'm going with that one, yeah. I, You know what? I'm going to go with NASA because I have my space buns today. There you go. NASA. There you go. Uh, uh, that was the correct one. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I, we almost stayed in an Airbnb so next cool. to Drake's house, but ah. we didn't end up staying. We're, it so was, the first was partially true. Yeah. So yeah. it was one of those where it was like $1,000 a night, but if you got like five people, it's, you know, because it's such a big place, you can right. get five or seven people, and if you split the cost, it's not that big of a deal. So, right. But we had some people drop out last minute, so we didn't end up doing it. That's pretty crazy. Though. It's like Drake's like, "Yo, there's an Airbnb next to me." Yeah. Like. Well, it, so, <laughs> so the reason why I said estate is because like he was a neighboring estate, but we saw like the chimney like right. deep and hut hidden and everything. Yeah. So. Oh, I guarantee. Yeah. It. I yeah. guarantee. It. You don't have Drake money, and you're just like exactly your your house is five feet from the road. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you have a gold driveway. Exactly. Let's just, let's just be honest. <laughs> exactly. All right. You want to do one more? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then after we do this, you need to ask that question. We never asked it about the spaceship. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Yeah, we have to do that <gasps> next because you. I just noticed your tattoo. So we got to ask. Yep, yep, yep. And, I, and it's on your, it's your favorite con on your website. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for noticing. Okay, I yeah, guess. I noticed. That's why I said that. Good job. 
I think you. <coughs> Are you guys familiar with Scooter Braun is? Who Scooter Braun is? The no. name is super familiar. So, well, Cade knows. Okay, so he discovered Justin Bieber. He's Justin Bieber's manager. He was Kanye okay. West manager, Ariana Grande. He's a pretty big manager, right? He's one of okay. the largest. Well, so, so, all right, so here it is. I had a meeting with Scooter Braun and his team in LA at his HQ. And then the second one, I almost didn't graduate from my high school GCA. <laughs> you should know which one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. He's alluded to not doing great in school. Not paying attention. Normally those things don't don't help you graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of picked the last one, so I'm 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 gonna kinda leave this ah, in your court. Rats. I really wanna I, I really want wanna to be the say first one. I know. Do you wanna go with that one? Yeah. Just see if it's true. Alright, so I did have a meeting with Scooter Braun's team, but he wasn't there because he, he you know he's so successful his team can yeah. cover most of stuff. But, right. but did have a meeting at the HQ where Justin you know, all of Justin Bieber's like platinum records. It was it was pretty damn cool. That's not sweet. gonna lie. That's that awesome. is sweet. And then what was this, the second one that, that I mentioned? Like he's like, that you almost didn't graduate high Oh, school. yeah, yeah. I, I graduated. Uh, so when I walked across the stage, they didn't get like in the, the thing. It was just a blank piece of paper. And I got my actual diploma two weeks later. And it was because they didn't know if I was going to graduate math class. And I passed it by 1%. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> like, like legitimately, like 1%. Just, like, graduate by the skin of your teeth. No joke. <laughs> or else I would have, like, taken summer classes or all kinds Ugh. of stuff, which I was not yeah, going to do like, that. Yeah, you're not about that. I was contemplating is a GED something, you know, right. option because That's I was not. Gonna, yeah, yeah because I was like, shoot, you know, what am I going to do? Yeah. Right? And you're like, I'm so done with this place. Oh, man. Yeah. I was... I, grad- I walked across the stage at 3.47 p.m. on May 20th in two- 2017. I remember the exact time. Like, that was the that best was day it. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's when I was able to actually start my life. Like, yeah. Literally, like, I felt, I mean, it's so wrong of me to say this, but I felt like I was prisoned at school. You know, of course, people are in, so, you know, I, was, I went to private school. I was very privileged, yes. But I also felt very imprisoned in a lot of ways, just my brain and, and a lot of things. I just felt very limited. So when I was able yeah. to get out of school, it was like, okay, here's your wings, go fly kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, the okay, yeah. Okay. So I've seen a lot on your social media, and now on your arm here that yes. you have a rocket. Yeah. So so that rocket emoji for just for for many many years, be, even being early high school, it just it when I see that rocket emoji, I think of ambition and growth and just trajectory towards a greater future for some reason. And I always use that rocket ship to reply to things for like the last four or five years, and it's just become like a thing of mine. A lot of people they um, like associate me with that rocket emoji and then after i did the thing with nasa you know got to see a spacex rocket launch in person you know all these different things i had gotten that tattoo one because i love the rocket emoji it mm-hmm. just means like it's motivation to me but two also just to kind of commemorate the nasa experience experience because when i was in kindergarten when i went to center grove i was told that i could never be an astronaut because i was bad at math and here i am at nasa being able to see cool things so it was almost like yep. You know, I might not be an astronaut, but I'll still might be able to go to NASA. Yeah. You know, just cool things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. What? That. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. You're good. It's just a great way to end it, right? Thank you. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> well, you came. We conquered. We talked. I could talk to you for like six more hours um so we're gonna call today at this point in time i know we've kind of already talked about it but go ahead uh, you have an opportunity now to just tell the listeners kind of what you're doing what to look for maybe talk about where they can find you online um so i'll give you a second to go ahead and do that my website is jeremyrossmiller.com if you want to learn just 
about me, uh, my social media is, my Instagram is Jeremy Ross Miller, and then my Twitter is Jeremy Miller 2 js I'm trying to get Jeremy Ross Miller on Twitter too, but it's hard. <laughs> Try to find that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I know who owns it, and I've offered to buy it because, you know, the handle, and mm-hmm. he didn't, I, I also tried to offer to buy Jeremy Miller for $2,000, and it's some guy out of Canada. He's like, nope, I don't want it. He's in marketing, so of course he wasn't going to sell it to yep. someone yeah. named Jeremy Miller, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, website, jeremyrossmiller.com, and then at jeremyrossmiller on Instagram. Okay, awesome. great. Well, thanks for coming on for yeah. sure. Gosh, really appreciate it, guys. Great. Thank you. Cole's all geeked out. I am all like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, that's what's been fun about the podcast is being able yeah. to meet new people yep. and make relationships and yeah. network. So I love Absolutely. it. So cool. We will um, tag Jeremy, obviously, on our story yeah, in the yeah. post. Um, so you, can guy, you guys can go to his social. Yep, Sweet. check everything out. So yep. um, listen to last episode. It was our first late night episode. We're super mm-hmm. excited about that. Um, so check it out. And uh, we just kind of like went with that one. So <laughs> we'll see you how know, you feel just, about it. Yeah. It lives mad at me about the title, but. <laughs> um, it's fine. It's fine. So yeah, so, uh, we're kind of behind on videos right now. I'm going to get all that stuff posted. Um, yeah, so I don't think... Uh, I'm not here next week, no. so we will be taking a hiatus, a hiatus for just a second here. I'm sure we are in a busy summer. summer. It's been summer. so busy. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So there's that. So again, just thank you for listening. Um, everything's going well, and we're super pumped, and we love doing it. So thank you for the support, yep. and that's why we do it. So. Y'all rock. Thank you. We out. We out. Cheers. Yep.